if you're going to become future you, you're going to have to develop a positive mindset. You're going to have to work to continually feed your motivation and boost your confidence and step outside your comfort zone. I mean, becoming future you is it's a lot of work and it can also be scary. It can also be overwhelming. If you've got these big dreams and you're thinking like, oh my gosh, I know that I want to be an actor, but I don't even know where to start or what to do or where to go or how to get an audition. And it's like, ah, so much overwhelm, right? If, if future you is different than present you, then there's going to be work involved in you closing the gap. And that can be really stressful. So in order to do that and enjoy this journey of becoming future you, because remember the journey is the point. It's not just about achieving the goal. It's about creating a meaningful life on this journey to becoming future you. If you're going to do this with joy, you are going to have to develop a positive mindset, a positive mindset that will help you stay motivated, increase your confidence, and be the kind of person who looks at the glass as 1% full instead of 99% empty. Welcome to the Becoming Future You podcast, where it's all about you. I'm here to help you figure out who you are and what you want out of your life. What are your special gifts? How do you impact others? What does living a great life look like for you? The answers are inside of you and we're going to unlock them together. It's time to become future you. I'm your host, Mel Jolly. Let's get to work. So today I am teaching you a mindset trick that will help you in all areas of your life and all areas of personal growth. You find what you look for. You find what you look for. That means you are in charge of what is coming into your brain. So let me explain. Your brain is getting so much input all day long, like input, 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 input. And it's got filters set up so that you don't, you know, like get overwhelmed and die from all the input. It's got filters set up as to what's important. This is sort of like filters in your inbox. You've got filters to send some things to junk, some things to this folder that you only look at once a week, some things to this important folder that you check every day. Your brain has filters on it. And I'm gonna use this example that I learned from Mel Robbins. I was listening to Mel Robbins do a coaching session in the Growth Day app, which I will be sure to link to for you but it's an app that includes coaching from all these amazing people like Brendan Burchard, Mel Robbins, Anthony Trucks, um, Dave Hollis, and a lot of great people. So you can always, there's so many different coaches. You can always find somebody who's kind of speaking your language. But anyway, I love, 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 love Mel Robbins. <clears throat> Mel Robbins was explaining this filtering system that your brain has. And the example she used was, have you ever noticed how when you're shopping for a car, you go to the lot and you see a red Acura and you're like, you know what, that car, that's, that's pretty nice. That's a pretty okay car. You leave the lot and then all of a sudden, everywhere you look, you see red Acuras. That's because the filtering system in your brain got a memo that was like, hey guys, red Acuras are important. Let in all the red Acuras. That's how that filtering system works. That means you are in control of what 
your brain thinks is important. You find what you look for. So let me give you some examples. You find what you look for. You find what you look for. You find what you look for when it comes to reasons to be grateful. All right. So there is a reason that people are always telling you to create a gratitude list. And if you've never heard that before, it's very common in the personal development space for people to suggest that every morning you write down five things you're grateful for. You write down 10 things you're grateful for. Every day you should look for reasons that you are grateful. Gratitude has a lot of scientifically proven benefits that all kind of boil down to, it makes you feel good. Gratitude makes you feel good. And when you start walking around knowing that every morning you're going to make a list of five things you're grateful for, and you're getting kind of tired of every day writing down, I'm grateful for my coffee, even though you are grateful for your coffee, you might want to mix it up a little bit. You start to look for things that you're going to be able to write down. You'll be like, oh man, you know what? I love being able to take a hot shower after my workout. I will write that on my list tomorrow. Or you know what? Oh, my husband just said something super funny. That can definitely go on my gratitude list tomorrow. Or you know what? Grocery delivery. I am so grateful. I live in a time when I can just click a few buttons on my computer and have groceries delivered to my front door. You start looking for reasons to be grateful. And since you find what you look for, you will find them. Now, the opposite is also true. So can you ever think of a time in your life when you were just like, didn't have a positive attitude? You were really grumpy and everything was just negative, 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 negative. For me, I was like this for a very long time. So for you, if it was only like a few days or weeks or months, like don't feel bad because I was doing it for years. I could make a list. I always had like a mental list of things that were wrong, things that had broken, things that I couldn't afford, things that were probably going to break that I wasn't going to be able to afford to fix. I just had a constant running tally of everything that was wrong. And because I was looking for things that were wrong in my life, things that were negative, I just found them. I found more and more and more and more. And when I decided that I was going to become a positive person, one of the exercises I picked up was writing a gratitude list every morning. And that started to turn my brain into this place where it looked for reasons to be grateful. So if you want to feel more grateful, if you want to feel better, since gratitude makes you feel good, start looking for reasons that your life is good. Start looking for the blessings or the silver lining or however you want to say it. Start looking for those things that when you think about how they could be, it's better. Or when you think about how the way they used to be, the way they are now is better. That's that's what it means to notice something and to be grateful for it. Hey, I am so glad that, you know what, I used to be able to only lift 10 pounds and now I can lift 15 pounds in my workout. Yay me, Woo! awesome job self. Which brings me directly to my next tip. You find what you look for when it comes to progress. You find what you look for when it comes to progress. Now I am the person 
that is constantly telling you that you need to note your accomplishments, that you need to set finish lines and cross them and celebrate. Why? Why do I do that? I'm the dreams person. I'm the person that's encouraging you to dream big, to visualize future you, to visualize things for your future that you don't know how you're going to accomplish. And I know that some of those big dreams are going to take you a long time. That's okay. Because you are going to find satisfaction in the journey because you're noting your progress. That dream may take 10 years to achieve. But if every couple months you're like, yep, I see how far I've gotten. Yep, I see how far I've gotten. That's going to feed your motivation to continue doing the work. And when you note your progress, it also works to build your confidence. So competence and confidence work in a loop. When you start noticing how competent you are at a thing, so noticing, hey, I am becoming a better writer. Hey, I am able to walk this two-mile lap that I do faster. I don't get as winded. You start noticing that you are getting better at doing something, then your confidence starts to increase. And every time you note your competence, you get another boost of confidence. So it's the com competence, confidence loop. And you can only note your progress and get these benefits if you actually look for it, okay? You find what you look for. So you have to look for your progress. Sometimes with these big dreams, it's gonna be so teeny tiny, but that's okay. If you look for it, you'll find it. Let me give you an example. So four months ago, I decided to do a body fat test and a body fat test, um, hydro, uh oh, I was gonna say hydroponic, that's not right. Anyway, it's water. So you get in a tank of water <laughs> and you submerge yourself and by doing some calculations with your dry weight and your wet weight and your underwater weight and how much water you displace, um, they're able to tell how much of your body is fat and how much of it is everything else. Most of the time when I tell people that I did this, they say, that sounds terrible. <laughs> why would you do that to yourself? Well, I'll tell you why. When I did it and I got my first report, that did not feel great. <laughs> it didn't feel great to see the, the number that was the amount of fat I had, which was larger than I thought it was gonna be, um, considering how much I had been working out. But four months, that was four months ago. Last weekend, I got to do my second test and I've been working so hard and I've been tracking my protein and I've been working out and I was so looking forward to this test. So I go do it and they're about to give me my results and they're like, it's really small, but you're moving in the right direction. My body fat percentage had gone down 1% and I was pumped. Oh my gosh. I was like, this is great. I'm so glad I'm moving in the right direction. I can continue doing this. You know, I've got a, a program I can maintain. I'm so excited. I know it's going to take a while, but that's okay. And I did like some mental calculations and I was like, I think in like three or four years, I'll be close to where I want to be. And they were staring at me with their mouths open. <laughs> they were like, 
wow, you have a really good attitude. Most, most of the time people are frustrated because they just want it to happen faster. I'm like, yeah, I could look at it that way. I could be frustrated that I hadn't changed by 10% or 15%. What do I actually need to do? Something like 15%, I think is my goal of change. I could be frustrated that I hadn't achieved that in four months, or I could say, good job, Mel, and pat myself on the back and say, you know what, what you're doing is working. And even though this is going to take four years, it's still going to be worth it in the end. I'd rather this process take four years to get to my ideal body composition. And then I get to live the rest of my life, like, you know, like strong and, and not overweight and able to live this active, healthy lifestyle that I want, then try for four months and give up because it didn't happen like that. It's, I'm able to do that because I've worked so long to cultivate this positive, you find what you look for attitude. So look for your progress. This is the reason that when people are paying off debt, the advice is to look at how much you paid, not how much you have left to pay. So that way, every month, if you owe $10,000, every month, if you see it tick up, like, oh, I've paid 250, oh, I've paid 500, I've paid 750, that feels better than going, I still owe $9,750. I still owe 9,000, I'm I'm like tripping up on my mental math here and I don't want you to correct me, so. I still owe $9,000. Oh, this is so frustrating. It's going to take forever. So instead of looking what's left, look at how far you've gone. You find what you look for. So look for your progress. If you're ready to achieve your big dreams, it's time to join my DIY coaching program and accelerate your progress. What's that? You want to know how a coaching program can be do-it-yourself? I'll tell you how. A coach's job is to ask you questions and help you figure out what's going to work for you while also teaching you the methods for overcoming your roadblocks and creating a future you are going to love. There is no one-size-fits-all solution. That's why I designed Unlock Your 5-Star Future the way I did. I created eight weeks of video lessons to handle the teaching part and over 100 pages of worksheets to ask you all the right questions to help you uncover your potential, unlock your motivation, find your focus and achieve your dreams. It's all about you. The best part is you can get started right now and work at your own pace. You'll pay once and get lifetime access. What are you waiting for? Go to becomingfutureyou.com forward slash unlock to join now and start living your version of your best life. Next, you find what you look for when it comes to positive attributes. You find what you look for when it comes to positive attributes in yourself and in others. So let's look at it this way. If you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, these pants make me look really fat. How does that make you feel? Versus you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, 
my hair is really shiny today. My hair is really smooth and shiny today. Good job. Good job. Self fixing your hair. You did great. Or let's say you are writing your book. You're doing something creative. You're working on your pottery. You're, you're working on like homemade cards that you send to people. So you're, you're coloring, you're, you're working on your, your handmade card and you're working on it. You're like, dang it. I just messed that up again. Oh, what's wrong with me? How does that make you feel versus, oh man, people are going to love these. It is, I love like getting out my markers and, and making this awesome thing from my heart that I'm going to send out and somebody's going to receive it in the mail and be so excited to not only hear from me, but have this handmade item for me. Which makes you feel better? The one where you put yourself down? The one where you say, oh, I'd lose everything. I'd lose my head if, I, if it wasn't attached. Or the, the part of you that says, I am so good at finding things. You can look for the positive attributes in yourself and start building yourself up. Or you can look for all the negatives. The choice is yours. Which one are you looking for? And this is true when it comes to other people. Have you ever had a day where like your office mate is usually fine? Usually you're fine with your office mate, but today for whatever reason, they're chewing on their nails and it's just driving you crazy. You just can't handle the gnawing sound of them chewing on their fingernails. What's wrong with them? And then you start thinking about how annoying it is that they start every email with, hey, H-E-Y, ew. Why are they doing that? And gosh, why, why do they leave their stuff out all over the place? It's so like, irritating. You're starting down that spiral of everything that's wrong with that person, every negative attribute. And does that make it easier to share an office with them or does it make it harder? Does that take up your energy and your brain space and like suck the creativity right out of you? Think about with your spouse. So I, in my journey of becoming a positive person, one of the things I had to do was I had to stop being the kind of person who looked for a bunch of negative things in my spouse. I used to hang out with these friends who really loved talking about their spouses in a negative light. They really loved complaining about their husbands. and. I mean, I would chime right in, right? I'm not a saint. They were saying negative things. I, I had like a whole list. And the longer I hung out with those people and the longer I had those conversations, the more in my everyday life, I would look for things that my husband did that annoyed me or got on my nerves. And how do you think that affected my marriage? Did it make me a nicer person to my husband? Did that make me a more loving wife? Or did it start driving a wedge? started driving a wedge. Of course it did. Things changed for me in that arena when I read a book called The Love Dare. And this book talks about how we have two rooms in our hearts when it comes to our spouses. And one is called the appreciation room. And that's where we have all like our happy memories and all the things that we love and appreciate about that person. All the, the reasons we're grateful to have them in, in our lives. And then we have the depreciation room. 
which is where we store our list of like all the things they do that irritate us. And like, why can't they shut the cabinet doors or close the shower curtain? Or why did they leave the light on in the bathroom after they left? Don't they know we're wasting power? Those are all things I do, by the way. I'm just making the list of the things, the things that I, I forget to do. I forget to close the cabinet doors. This is, so that's where we keep the list of all the things that annoy us. You can either choose to hang out in the appreciation room or the depreciation room. You can either choose to look for the things about your spouse that you appreciate, that you admire, the, the ways they make you laugh and the ways they make you feel supported. Or you can look at all the ways they irritate you and get on your nerves and just aren't, aren't being the person that you want them to be. That choice is yours and it's going to dramatically affect your relationship with that person. So you find what you look for when it comes to positive attributes about yourself or positive attributes about other people. What kind of relationships does future you have? Does she have a great marriage? Does she have great friendships? Does she have a positive relationship with people at work? Okay. Then is she going to need to look for positive attributes in all those people? Yes, she will. Lastly, you find what you look for when it comes to evidence that future use beliefs are true. You find what you look for when it comes to evidence that future use beliefs are true. So let me explain. If future you is different than present you, then you know we have to do things differently. We also have to have a different mindset. So if future you is wealthy, future you is like great at making money, has a thriving business, has all the money she needs and is able to give generously to charities and own the second house at the beach and go on vacation. If that is future you, but present you thinks things like money is like super hard to make. I, I don't know how to handle money. Um, it's never there when I need it. Well, are those beliefs, those thought, is that thought pattern going to work for future you? Can future you think that money's never there for her and it's super hard to make and she doesn't know how to handle it and still be wealthy and have all those things? No. She can't have those beliefs. So we have to take a belief that's true for future you. So she said, um, money is always there for her when she needs it. That's true for future you. And present you is like, mm, no, no, I don't think so. So to start building a bridge between present you and future you, we're going to look at that belief. Money is always there for me when I need it. And now present you is going to start making a mental list and start noting and start looking for evidence that that is true. So you might be like walking down the street and find a quarter and think, oh, you know what? I need to go to Aldi later and I needed a quarter for my shopping cart. Yay. Money is always there for me when I need it. Or maybe you get a check in the mail. It's your birthday check from your mom. Thanks, mom. 
This check arrived at exactly the right time to pay my unexpected dental bill. Happy birthday teeth cleaning to me, yay! Money is always there when I need it. Do you see my point? It doesn't have to be evidence that's like, oh, money's always there when I need it because I just won a hundred million dollars. No, you're looking for real evidence in your life. And when you start looking for it, you will find it. You will find it. If future you has a belief that she's healthy and that she's strong, you can start looking for evidence in your current life that you are strong, that you are healthy. Becoming future you is about taking action to close the gap between present you and future you and about building the same mindsets, the same beliefs that future you has. So if future you believes she's awesome at making money and that's why she's wealthy, then present you's gotta get to a place where that can be true. So that's gonna involve taking action, you know, maybe taking some classes, learning some, some things in books, getting some financial advice and looking for evidence that I'm awesome at making money. Oh, look, a client just gave me a tip. Woo, I am awesome at making money. Look for evidence that future use beliefs are true. So this week's challenge, you find what you look for. I want that to become your mantra, okay? I find what I look for, I find what I look for, I find what I look for. Now that you know that that's true, you get to decide what are you gonna look for? Are you gonna look for evidence that your spouse is awesome? Are you gonna look for reasons to be grateful? Are you gonna look for evidence that you are making progress towards your big dream? Oh, heck yes, you are. Look, it might take me four or five years to get there, but I see that I have already taken this one step. Good job, self, way to go me. And you build your motivation, you boost your confidence. This becoming future you thing is not easy, but it's totally worth it because your dreams are guideposts that lead you down the path of a meaningful life. And you want to enjoy that journey. So that's going to involve developing this positive mindset and cheering yourself on. You always have me on your side, but I want you to be on your side as well. So remember, you find what you look for and go out there and start looking for things that are going to help you become future you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got something you needed. If you did, please remember to take a screenshot of the podcast and post it on your favorite social media platform. Not only will it help this growing podcast find new listeners, you also retain new information better when you tell others about it. So make a quick post about today's episode and then take action on what you learned. Remember, if future you is different than present you, that means you're gonna have to do something different. If you'd like to get more clarity on who you want to become, be sure and download the free Becoming Future You journal at becomingfutureyou.com forward slash journal.